Hey guys, welcome to Music on Repeat, a podcast where I talk to people about the songs that impacted their taste in music. You can find me on iTunes and Stitcher under the name Music on Repeat. I'm your host, Susie Q. Hey everyone, welcome back. It is episode 10 and this will be the final episode of 2017. Uh, So I think ending it on a, a round number like 10 is perfect. And then I'll be back in 2018 with a ton more exciting stuff. But let's get back to today. Uh, So today I have, uh, I always say I have a very special guest. But But you mean it really this time. (laughs) (laughs) Today I have a very special guest. I mean it really this time. (laughs) All my guests are very special. Uh, And today I have my first Spanish guest. Mm -hmm. Uh, Please welcome Abel Bueno. Uh, muchas gracias. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, did I? I wasn't clear. Uh, we're going to be speaking in English today. Obviously, but I <laughs> wanted just to, uh, yeah. You wanted to prove your your level of Spanish. Exactly, the <laughs> accent and all. But it's all the Spanish you're going to hate on this episode, apart from the songs. Yeah, hopefully we're here a little, a little bit more Spanish. I'm yeah. hoping. So welcome, Abel. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, as you mentioned, and Abel Bueno, I think it's not the first time I'm mentioning this podcast because I That's was true. doing some research before. <laughs> very good, Abel. Yes, very Saturday. good. Yeah, probably I won't listen to any other episode <laughs> after this one. <laughs> but the oh, thing is, on. yeah, I was mentioning episode two. If you can remember, James Clifton, the guy that put that song from. Uh, King Gizzard, I think. Yeah. He mentioned me because I was the one that is discovered him in the band. So, yeah, I work with him and I work with Susie, as you might guess, if you're a regular from, the, from this podcast. Which you should be by now. Exactly. That's a perfect moment to do a <laughs> advertisement <laughs> <laughs> space. And on the company we're working, I'm currently the UX designer, UX UI designer. Previously, I was the visual designer. Previously, because uh, that's a thing that uh, it's different this time. Uh, we had a story in a different company. We were yes. working before together. Yeah, so it's been four years, over four years we've been working together. Yeah, now closer than ever. But uh, yeah, because that company was quite big. Yeah. And uh, doing more stuff as a graphic designer and as a content writer. Uh, actually oh really yeah you're doing content writing yeah before graphic designer oh wow uh, i was a content hmm. writer yes oh. like you were at the time just like me maybe one day i'll be a graphic designer <laughs> yeah i mean if i can be a graphic designer I will, I'm, I'm, okay it's... well you're a great abel we love your <laughs> we love your designs <laughs> and you are from the south of spain it's sadly i'm from spain particularly i'm from malaga which is a town in the heart of the costa del sol probably one of the most touristic places yeah. in, in Spain, which is a little bit unfamous and, yeah, not quite my... Not sp- your scene. Yeah, <laughs> especially because uh, I'm more of a small town guy and try to be you know, in different places and not very touristic ones. Well, like then, you're in the, then you're in the wrong place if you're in Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> it's sadly, so that's why I try to travel a lot, just to not be just in to Barcelona get out of here. too much. I feel that. Yeah, um, from Malaga, part of Andalusia. And that was one of the things that I want to make 
different in this podcast is trying to bring to you some songs because I've seen that people is very eclectic in yeah. the songs they're yeah. been bringing. And I wanted to have something that it was different, but at the same time, the music I'm bringing to this episode is it's light. It's not niche or uh, in a concrete genre. It's just indie it's pop. Indie pop, indie rock. Exactly. Like, okay. And those were two songs that uh, were very important for me for different reasons. Okay, and, and we will go into those. Yeah. Um, but the reason I invited you on here is because... Out of everyone I know, almost, and especially at Get Up, you are the go-to person for anything related to music. Yeah, especially at Get Up, but I, I think you you know a lot of people that has a pretty good musical taste. I mean, the last episode had a, a pretty good guest. Yeah, it, which you also know as well. Exactly. And yeah, there's been people also giving me recommendations. These days, even I could say that Diane, another yeah, guest from this yep program well you i think you two are she's been yeah you like, two are the most uh the people i go to most in the office for recommendations and i think mm -hmm. that's that's the reason i invited you guys on here and i i think you guys would win the award for most music savvy in the office <laughs> <laughs> we need to create like a physical an actual award yeah for that. it's like a grammy for yeah. liking music a lot and then the anime would take turns to have it like uh, every weekend in our houses yeah <laughs> Okay, so why don't we start and just get into it and get into your first song, mm -hmm. and then uh, you can tell us all about it. Great, okay. let's do it. Here we go. Okay, Abel, so what was that song? That's the first foreign language song I think uh, I've had on this podcast. So what was it? This song is an indie song from a band from Granada that it's called Los Planetas. Okay. The song is called Un Buen Día. Okay, which means... A good day. <laughs> <laughs> and Just the, for all those, you know, listeners that aren't so Yeah, but it, this savvy. is pretty <laughs> basic Spanish. I well. mean, if you're living in the States and you don't know exactly what Un Buen Día is... Let's just, yeah, let's, I mean, uh, but the, the idea behind this song is, uh, for starters, that Los Planetas is one of the biggest Andalusians in the bands. Okay. Uh, so I just wanted to bring that to everyone. Yeah. And, and you're, you're actually a hired uh, promoter for them. It's <laughs> They're paying yeah, you to I, do I don't, this. I don't think they need a promoter. But, uh, and yeah. definitely not on this podcast. And they had that great album that it's called Una Semana en el Motor de un Autobús, which means a week inside the bus engine, okay? That this band is pretty good at breakup songs. Breakup songs? Yeah. It's okay. like the best band in Spanish for breakup songs. Okay. So you usually, when you're looking for Spanish lyrics, when you're in a bad moment, you, you go to them. You go to them. <laughs> and this guy probably had his story with breakups and drug consumption and, and everything. <laughs> yeah. As they all do. Exactly. So this, this particular song doesn't come from that album. 
but the album itself uh, that I mentioned, it's even more depressing. So I wanted to bring something that is a little bit more lighthearted. Okay. So this was their <laughs> biggest hit, okay. and it basically tells you it's a breakup song. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> what, sorry, what year was that? Uh, this is from 2001, I think. But okay. the album that I like from them is from uh, 1998. So okay. next year, it's 20 years since I oh, wow. first listened to that album. <laughs> I was kind of late to the party of Los Planetas. What, they've been around since 95, 94? Yeah, even earlier we count their piece and the okay. work, the demos and all. But the idea behind the song is this guy that has a very good day, a day that starts with him waking up at 10 in the morning and he spends like almost an hour in the bed enjoying uh, oh, I love doing that yeah <laughs> but as as the song progress if you read the lyrics you you feel that something is not it's, right it's not your typical because, Saturday morning yeah because he goes and have breakfast and he started to do his things during the morning some friends call him to have some caña some beers but between the lyrics and every verse there's this sentence or there's this mention that these kind of things he was doing with his girlfriend or with a person that he loves because they are kind of secretive with the meanings of their lyrics or what's the story behind them the real story okay so now he's doing it by himself on this particular and there's like i don't know there's this part of the song that because he he goes out to have some beers in the morning but then he takes a big nap after that he reads some comics he watched some football and then after he's going out again to drink a little bit more, yeah. to have some drugs, everything, he gets a little bit sad after he's uh, closing the door. So he's trying to forget her yeah. with alcohol and drugs. And drugs. And he literally says, Eric and me took like four million lines of coke. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. The, ra- the, ra- the radio it, version said something about a football player, which by the way, is another interesting story from this song. It's every part of the lyric has its own story. story. And he mentions about waking up from the nap, reading those comics, and then putting the TV and watching some football. This lyric that says, Y Mendieta ha marcado un gol realmente increíble. Mendieta is a football player mm-hmm. that uh, played in Valencia. And that marvelous goal that he was mentioned on the yeah. lyric actually existed and is the final cup of the King's Cup in Spain okay. in 1999. So... The football player listened to that song and it turns out this guy is a big indie pop fan and a Planetas fan. So in a concert, he actually played with them and and sang the lyrics, mentioning (laughs) himself. So there are a lot of small stories about that and people trying to, yeah, do some understanding of what part of the song is real, what part not. The good thing is you can read this song in different ways, like a breakup song, but it's also a way to understand this song as a way to cope with uh, depression too. Yeah. Because depression is not something that people think that people with depression shouldn't go out or do things, and it's actually the opposite. Right. And uh, people that have depression try to do a lot of things. And then, like, uh, call, you sneeze, and you remember that you are just passing that uh, illness. And and the thing here is uh, try to cope with depression. And this depression is um, temporary because it's it's because of the breakup. But it also is valid for Yeah, so he's trying to forget everything about this girl by doing everything else. But then there's those moments where you kind of like, oh, shit. It's in the back of your head. For me, it's one of the best lyrics in Spanish. Really? Yeah, it really is because it's so simple it's like a dark version of perfect day by Lou Reed yeah that song is actually very romantic yeah, yeah. and and it's actually a, almost a love letter 
which in this case is almost the opposite. I'm trying to forget you, but yeah. at the same time, I'm doing whatever I can. Yeah. And at the same time, still getting those goosebumps after. And at the end of the song, he says, I came back home and I didn't sleep like I am never doing. Because even if I'm going out or doing four yeah. million lines of cocaine and, and not sleeping at the end, yeah. I mean, probably, well, but that's didn't probably sleep why. because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so there are people that also think that could be related with that. But, yeah. Um, and that's one of the reasons why the lyrics are also a little bit difficult to to understand on, on their first albums because he has this nasal voice yeah. that it's caused because he's been doing lots of drugs oh, and <laughs> probably most of them he through the up, nose. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's very famous. I mean, he has this... this uh, that's what he's known for. Yeah. Okay, unfortunately. To, to, yeah. But not anymore. I okay. think it's... Uh, he's, he's turned it around. Yeah. So for you, okay, so you know... First of all, you know a lot about this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but what... When this song came out, was that when you first were attracted to it? When this song first came out in uh, I was 2000? attracted to it as a good song because it was it was a pop song with nice melody and yeah. that kind of uh, this earworm. And it was also very popular at the time. Mm-hmm. If you in like Spain. Indie pop, yeah. It was one of the few songs from Los Planetas that was aired on the radio. But for an indie pop band yeah. at the time, where the the Latin music was very popular or mm-hmm. was getting more traction, it was kind of a big deal. But yeah, I, as I told you, I, I came a little bit late to the party okay. of Los Planetas. And especially these albums, the most depressing ones or the most popular mm-hmm. ones, they hit me completely when I had my biggest uh, breakout at the time, like in 2005 or so. Okay. So, so I rediscovered so you, all okay. the lyrics. So you did have, you, then you started reading into them a little bit, being exactly. like, yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah, because so, obviously when you're depressed by breakup songs, you tend to listen to those kind yeah, of things. You, you, you just want to be more sad. <laughs> yeah, more people <laughs> feeling the, the same yeah, feeling. Yeah, exactly. Instead of doing the opposite. Because you're stupid, you're in your early 20s. Yeah. And you think your world is over and that life is over. It's sadly. Well, then um, look at you now. Married and with someone yeah. else. <laughs> you made it through. With a different share of problems, but maybe, <laughs> yeah, there are some lyrics talking about problems with the well, with the neighbors flat. or yeah. something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, and, and I remember because next year is 20 years since... Una Semana en el Motor de un Autobús, this big mm-hmm. album with the Black X. I mean, all the albums from the excess have this Black X on the cover. Yeah. And I always remember when I see them, oh, this album yeah. uh, from a, a famous graphic designer, by the way, called Javier Aramburu, if you want to browse some of that. The thing is that, like, four years ago in a Primavera Sound, they usually don't do these kind of things. Los Planetas mm-hmm. remember it all albums, but they specifically made a concert that it was from the first song to the last song of that album. Oh, wow. And my friend Laia and me went there because uh, that album is also very big for her. Okay. And at the fourth or at the fifth song, we were just, like, crying. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an experience. Yeah. It was incredibly emotional. Oh, because there so was Yeah. And, and two people like having different stories with the same album and sharing those yeah. during a concert. That's a that it's like that's re- an amazing retroactivity. Yeah. Like you're crying and you're getting emotional and yeah. you're watching the other person doing the same, and then you tell your story to her, and then, then she, she tells, tells you, your story. Yeah. And that was a very magic moment of that Primavera sound. That was four years ago. You said I think so because it was for the fifteen. 
anniversary. Okay. So and next year is the twentieth. Are they coming back? I hope so, but I don't think. <laughs> no. I mean, every five years that's going to happen. Yeah, no, probably not. Maybe for the twenty fifth year. Yeah. I don't know. The twenty fifth anniversary, probably. I will. I will expect that. I. Uh, I think Los Planetas played in Barcelona a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Actually, and you didn't. Under- you didn't see them. No, because I didn't like that much the the last album. Okay. The release. I mean, it has its own good songs, but it's this kind of band. They they are from Andalusia that I watched and and I saw them. Uh, you can see them every anytime. Yeah, you want. A, million, <laughs> a million times. So. Yeah, I want to discover yeah, other bands. Other men- so are they big uh, only in Spain or are they big in South America? They're Spanish-speaking places. Yeah, I think they have a few songs that are very popular in, in Argentina, Mexico okay. and, and other countries. I think in South America, Spanish indie is, is more popular than Latin American indie in, in Spain, actually. Really? Yeah, because there are so many countries and that particular music... They do like uh, Latin American music. It's so mm-hmm. popular and so big that all the Latin American indies quite hidden under that. And there yeah. are quite good bands from Argentina and from other countries that I've been listening to. Uh, yeah. They are quite like the Fans in Tierra or other bands that are yeah. quite cool bands. Yeah. That, uh, I tend to listen sometimes. So do you listen to more? Uh, I mean, I know most of the like English stuff. Do you listen to? But do you listen to a lot of Spanish stuff as well? And what's the what's the mix? Because I I mean mm. I I didn't even know like. I don't listen to the radio here, so mm. I have no idea what's popular. Well, mainstream music in Spain is mostly crap. I, I but is say. it is it in English or is it in Spanish? It's in Spanish mostly. And it's from Latin America or? Well, there's this. I know you want to listen to some Latin American music like uh, I don't know Daddy Yankee or reggaeton or this kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably do that, and it's on the radio all the time. If you want to listen to Spanish bands, yeah, there's a lot of things there. There are pop songs, mm-hmm. rock songs, uh, every genre has its share of popular bands. We're particularly not very into indie pop bands in Spain anymore because they're kind of reusing the stuff that was done in the 90s. And the lyrics doesn't mean that much for me. Because yeah. they are, yeah, it's the same yeah. kind of story. But there are yeah, some bands right now and, and actually some new proposals mm-hmm. like... Uh, there's this guy that sings flamenco. He's yeah, he's a flamenco singer, but he do collaborations and stuff with uh, electronic bands in Spain. Wow. Uh, it's called Niño de Elche. So he has this kind of uh, philosophical speeches sung in flamenco mm-hmm. while they are putting like great music uh, in the background and you can listen to that in sonar and just blow your mind because it's yeah. uh, <laughs> so advanced compared to what it's been done in, in Spain. Right. And some other Andalusian bands that I listen in like Pony Bravo or these kind of bands are, are quite good. Even some of them, uh, James are, is, oh, really? is, uh, is a fan. I think he knows Pony Bravo. Okay. Actually, yeah. <laughs> They're interesting. They have a... There's also this thing about the Spanish indie bands that some of them uh, had issues with the it happens like the opposite that happens with me that I'm I had issues with my English and uh-huh. they had issues with their Spanish like oh, really singing uh, an indie song in Spanish kind of devaluates the devalues the song a little yeah and and the thing is that it probably it's better for them at some point to try to sing things in in English in English but I think they have come back to to the roots and and they sing in in Spanish again. Yeah. So for you, it sounds like lyrics are quite important in understanding what people are saying when they're singing. Well, I mean, it could look like that because it's kind of biased because I'm 
just bringing you Spanish songs. Yeah. So one of the important things of this Spanish song is that I am bringing you the ones that have good lyrics and that represent yeah. the best of our lyrics. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, that that's fine if it, because it, I've had different people on here. Some people really important, like Sancha, for example, mm-hmm. from episode three, I think. He's really into lyrics, mm-hmm. whereas someone else from a different episode, they don't even pay attention to what the lyrics are saying. Yeah. They just like the melody or whatever. Obviously, but... for me, it depends on the genre. Yeah. I mean, for pop songs in Spanish, I pay attention because it's unavoidable. Yeah. <laughs> in English, yeah, if the music is good enough, I won't pay attention. In Spanish, the fact that the music is so good that you forget about the lyrics doesn't happen but also because <laughs> no. the music yeah because the music is very inspired in international yeah. music and, and okay. some other bands like uh, maybe it's I don't know it's some kind of a way of undermining ourselves like we have our own joy division or we have our yeah. own well that's what uh, that's what this like los planetas when i when i googled exactly. them they said that they were the spanish joy division exactly and the guy that wrote that on wikipedia probably <laughs> thought that it was a good idea to compare with a foreign band but uh, maybe we have our own style maybe, maybe. we should have our own style and uh-huh. that's something that uh, the fans don't think about that much yeah well i guess it's hard when these kinds of genres were invented in english yeah. So you think that anything else that comes after it is a copy yeah, in a way? Yeah, obviously like... indie pop or indie or alternative yeah. wasn't invented here. No. So we are but doing our I mean, rendition of that. You guys have like that. flamenco yeah. and these types of yeah. things that are... More... And that's something, by the way, that Los Planetas, two or three albums after the mm-hmm. most popular one from them, they did this album that is called La Leyenda del Espacio, The Legend of Space, mm-hmm. which is a, a word play with a, another famous album in Spanish from a flamenco singer called uh, Camarón de la Isla. He did this album called La Leyenda del Tiempo, mm-hmm. which is considered one of the best Spanish albums in general in Ever. the history of, yeah, of S- Spanish music, music yeah. in, in and it's uh, because it, it completely transformed what flamenco was and wow. it put it to the masses. Flamenco was kind of folklore-oriented music yeah. for just kind of old people. Traditional. Yeah, and mm. he brought that and he put nerve and he put... He did like a, I know, the equivalent of a punk album compared to a Pink Floyd album or to a typical Motown album. And yeah. he just broke the place yeah. and put that together. And the influence that it had created this uh, album from Los Planetas called La Leyenda del Espacio, in mm-hmm. which they do a different genre, subgenre of flamenco on its song, but with lots of guitars and yeah. lots of inspiration from Spaceman 3 and lots of noise. And it's really good. It's uh, For me, it's one of the best albums of the last decade. Wow. But uh, yeah, recommend that album if you like something that it's at the same time noisy and inspiring shoegaze and, mm-hmm. and some other mm-hmm. uh, alternative genres. But at the same time, it has some roots in flamenco because every song is inspired and in part of the flamenco tradition. Cool. The very good education on Spanish music. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you, we, we can put all those links to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so why don't we go on to your next song, which is also in Spanish. It's in Spanish. But it's not by a Spanish artist. Exactly. So let's see what that is. One, two, three, four.
que vas Ya no pisaré tu dique de broma En la gominola Bye bye Ladridos que silbar Juntos y a tres más lejos un pasito De las caramosas Bye Okay, Abel, explain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the third degree or something. Yeah. Tell uh, me what that song is. Who wrote it? What year? Well, the lighting is <laughs> a, a bit, bit similar. In, yeah. Interrogative. Well, this song is from uh, one of those uh, Pitchfork icons. Uh, it, it, he's called Destroyer. Mm-hmm. His uh, actual name is Dan Beyer, mm -hmm. but in Spanish he's Danny Bejar because the guy was born in Canada. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons. Uh, <laughs> that you chose it. it. Yeah, obviously. Woohoo! <laughs> Go Canada! <laughs> yeah, he was a former... I don't know if he's still playing in there, but he was a former member of uh, the New Pornographers, mm -hmm. one of these super groups in Canada, because in your oh, country okay. you're very used to just get together from different bands and yeah, start we just all get like along. Yeah. Scene, you know? yeah, exactly. So this was this was another band called the New Pornographers, okay. and this guy was uh, playing in there. But he has lots of albums behind the name of Destroyer. And this particular album is not an album; it's an EP. Mm -hmm. It's called Five Spanish Songs, and they are basically covers from a guy that is a friend of him okay. that is called Antonio Luque, known for his band called Señor Chinarro. So they are so covers from Señor Chinarro, and okay. it's a band from Sevilla. Okay. So the idea behind this song is to bring some of the an interpretations or renditions of Spanish songs done by foreign artists. Okay. Because I, we've been talking a lot about Spanish people trying yeah. to do or to imitate things. From okay. So you bands. wanted to show the other side yeah. of the spectrum. And and another reason is because of uh, the guy was living in Malaga for some time. He still is. He still living there. No, he was living and only for a few months but okay. he was so impacted that he uh, even recorded an album that he composed in Malaga in only oh. six or seven months wow. that it's called I think what's it called Traveling Dreams it's not one of his best but it, I like <laughs> it a lot and he was so so in love with Malaga that the cover of this EP if you can see it's like a beach mm -hmm. is one of the Malaga beaches it's, okay. it's the side view like the one I showed you today in the picture <laughs> yeah but it's I don't know if you, I mean, you told me that you walked a lot, but uh, <laughs> even if you walked a lot, probably it was even farther than that, because okay. it's at the end of the beach, there's this place called Baños del Carmen, which is a really nice side view for sitting there. There's a, it used to be in, in ruins. Mm -hmm. But now it's a, a place where you can just order a drink or a beer or something, sit on the beach and see the sunset because it's the best place in Malaga to see the sunset. Nice. And he probably saw that place. He was part of the experience. Yeah. And he was so in love that he recorded this album and put that postal image on the cover of the album. So you have a you have a real attachment to this album. Does it represent Malaga Not this to you? album, but this song... What means for, for me, it's that period in which I was in Malaga, visiting lots of indie bars, 
mm-hmm. and seeing that I found like Edward Norton once and Edward Norton yeah in Malaga in Malaga he at an indie in bar yeah what <laughs> he, yeah and I, <laughs> and this guy also and Antonio Luque and I mean so there was a time like between 2006 to 2008 in which Malaga was kind of popular for <laughs> for India I don't know why <laughs> and you could see famous people sometimes that's crazy. Yeah, I mean because it it's a yes a it's, big it's pretty small, big village. Right? It's, yeah. yeah, so it was a big deal at the time, and I also like a lot of his songs and a lot of the songs that he did with the new pornographers, mm-hmm. and I also like a lot of the lyrics of uh, Señor Chinarro, which is the band that he's doing covers. The lyrics of this song, if you want me to explain what's the story behind the lyrics, there's no story okay. in this case because Señor Chinarro, this is from his first album. Mm-hmm. And he tried to see himself as a poet instead of a... Musician. Musician. So he did this kind of surrealist lyrics on his first two or three albums that he totally regrets right now. He regrets it now. Yeah, he Why? regrets about those albums because he thinks they are pretentious, maybe. Okay. And oh, they, yeah. maybe. Maybe in the 90s was uh, something that you could do just to differentiate yourself from Los Planetas or from someone else. And now everyone's doing it. And now he's doing more straightforward lyrics, talking about his life. He's also closer to flamenco. I don't know, maybe it's the age that gets you closer to your roots. (laughs) You're not that old. Which explains why I'm talking so much about Malaga if I'm living in Barcelona. Yeah. The thing about the lyrics is, yeah, it, it says about, I don't want to spend more time in your fake harbor of... I don't know how to say it. It's uh, it's very surrealistic. Okay. It's, uh, maybe you, you see the lyrics it, and yeah. try to translate it because it's going to make the same effect yeah. in you. Yeah. Impossible. And I started to like this band when they're trying to transition in between those abstract lyrics mm-hmm. and the more common stories in an album called El Ventriloquo de Sí Mismo, which is also like the ventriloquist of yourself, yourself something yeah. like that, or <laughs> of himself or something like that. Okay, yeah. very kind of, out there. Yeah, kind of... Uh, a little pretentious. Pretentious, yeah. but at the same time, uh, the lyrics were so good in that one. I, I probably can tell you, yes, out of my mind, some of the songs. Yeah, the relationship with that and with the moment that we were living at the time, my few last years in Malaga, mm-hmm. that was uh, another interesting part of my story. And I'm bringing this because... It reminds me of those times, but at the same time, it's a, an EP that is kind of recent. You were asking for a recent yeah. song. So th- what year is this? This is 2008, is that? Uh, the year from this EP is uh, 2013, I think. Oh, 13, okay. So, so it's yeah. five years. That's recent in my uh, Yeah, in my compared books. to other <laughs> episodes that I've been listening, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And and the story for me in particular with this song is not that personal, uh, okay. but there are other songs from Senor Chinarro that uh, really had a great impact. Mostly at the same time, uh, probably I was in need of Spanish songs after a big breakup, and oh. I wanted yeah, <laughs> okay, to listen to more of those. The same breakup from the other. Exactly. Okay, this, that was a this big girl. One. Yeah. She had a, quite an impact. On my <laughs> university years. Okay, well, the first mm-hmm. love is always the hardest. The first love? Was it not your first? No, it wasn't. But oh. it was the biggest one at the time. <laughs> 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 or it was more, more dramatic at the time, I don't know. Okay, you were young, you were yeah, in love. Yeah, I'm not dramatic at all <laughs> right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 
the fact that it's a good song and some other songs from this EP are quite good mm-hmm. and yeah you already told me you want to listen more of him. yeah so I started listening I didn't really know him so uh, if you want to listen more of him yes the two last albums yeah are a little bit different than this EP they have more electronic bass mm-hmm. uh, synth pop maybe okay so a bit and more... the previous ones are yeah more indie pop like uh with some folk yeah I, I, i'm kind of into like that them. yeah i'm kind of into that mm-hmm. i like the i like depressing music people tell me folk songs are not depressing they can that be are encouraging sure okay there you go <laughs> glass half full <laughs> <laughs> yeah well right now i think it's, it's mostly yeah, empty yeah i mean yeah. mine's more empty maybe yeah. that's why i'm having trouble forming words right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are you still listening to destroyer now Yeah, uh, the last album, I didn't like that one that much. Mm-hmm. But for example, it has this song called uh, Times Square. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I like that one. And Caput is it's one of my favorite albums from him. Okay. And Traveling Dream, which is the album from which I, I discovered him. Okay. But I totally love the work he did with the new pornographers mm-hmm. on his uh, first albums, on their first albums. And actually, I like lots of canadian bands from, who doesn't yeah like uh yeah. yeah broken social scene of course also. i'm a huge fan of broken social scene and uh and all of them and all the rest <laughs> <laughs> all those other canadian bands yeah i mean so okay we don't know any canadian bands we can't think of any canadian <laughs> bands but what else are you listening to so you are very informed about music so where do you go to get new music and what would you recommend these days because i feel like you would know who's going to be big who's going to be big next no i cannot predict that because well, i have try. my complete entirely different tastes that nobody understands <laughs> but some people but most don't. people like oh no no the problem is that i have my own taste and it's kind of weird but at the same time i can recommend you bands that you can like like i don't know i can be that kind of discover weekly yeah playlist. you're like the human discover weekly exactly <laughs> but inside that there's a an ai just running lots of weird <laughs> yeah. songs skip like, skip skip exactly yeah. i've been i started buying cds kind of late because my parents bought me uh, the cd player they couldn't afford it at the time so oh. they yeah uh, i think i started buying cds in the late 90s so kind of late yeah but then i got internet and then <laughs> yeah obviously piracy is a bad thing yeah but it also we all, it we all did it. yeah and uh, i started with napster Mm-hmm. Then Audio Galaxy. Audio Galaxy was like a, this incredible thing in which you can find B-sides and yep. covers and yep. obscure material. And then after that, peer-to-peer mm-hmm. applications. And then uh, Soulseek, which was like complete different story. Yeah. Yeah. I, because it has also features like a chat. I think it still has its, is it its still base around? of users. Yeah, I think it, it still oh, is. Wow. To, to discover some bands, you went to search an album because you could only download that album from that person. Mm-hmm. So you took the opportunity to see what other what albums had. he had. Okay. And you couldn't even chat with that person. And really that opened a lot of my... Yeah. Yeah, the, the music taste that I had right now. Okay, so now what what are you listening to? What's your Discover Weekly hmm. recommendation? Well, I actually don't listen that much to the discover weekly anymore because it 
get so random yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, you all, always ask me what the, it's on my discovery screen and yeah. why it's so weird. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> tell you why because it's not related with what I'm listening or maybe it's like a month uh, behind. behind. Yeah. Right now I'm listening to lots of music to just to focus and concentrate. Mm -hmm. There's this podcast slash repository of songs called Music for Programming. The guy that handles it is a programmer, apart from a musician, but uh, it's IDM and ambient music to focus. Okay. And I'm listening also lots of bands like experimental rock bands mm -hmm. or math rock bands like Horse Lords. Or uh, I discovered this band, Japanese band called Buffalo Daughter, I think they're called. Okay. And they are like kind of repetitive and kind of, yeah, this kind of a mantra that gets into your mind. Yeah. That probably will last a couple of days. And then you'll find and something then, else. Yeah, yeah. I'll move on something else like... I don't know, Nigerian electronic music or, <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe the most mainstream thing, like uh, these new pornographers. I mean, mainstream yeah. compared to compared those kind to of Nigerian electronic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's this guy that is compilating tastes from, from African shops. He's been doing that for a decade or so. I think it's called uh, Taste from Africa. Okay. I don't know exactly the, the name of the series, but he's editing and, and releasing these albums in a way that you can download it, you can stream it. And there are some songs that have been even featured in, in TV shows like yeah. uh, Master of None. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so a couple of songs have been featured in, yeah. uh, in, in that TV show. And it's like, ah, this guy knows. Not bad. Yeah. On that note, um, one final question, because it's almost Christmas. It's like a week and a couple days till Christmas. I'm not going to sing like Mariah Carey. You don't have to sing like Mariah Carey. Okay. But I will ask you, what is your favorite Christmas song? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I tend to hate Christmas songs. I mean, yeah. We all do, but you have to like one. And it has to be in English. No, nope, it doesn't have to be in English. It could be Feliz Navidad. That one was huge in uh, North America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in English, last Christmas maybe. <laughs> George Michael. Yeah, because it's so cheesy. It is I, cheesy, but it's a classic. I love it. Okay, well, we're And gonna... George Michael will be tied to our Christmas forever. forever. Yes. Yeah, he passed away during Christmas, so... That Rest in a, peace, George Michael. Yeah, if you're listening to this on your uh, heaven podcatcher or something. <laughs> we... and, and in Spanish there, I, I was uh, talking about this last week with some uh, college from work. There are Catalan Christmas songs. Oh no. But they are, yeah, they are very depressing. <laughs> My wife says all the time that Catalan Christmas songs are all always depressing because... The music is like dense and, and kind yeah. of sad. And in comparison, the Andalusian villancicos or Christmas songs are like, because they are all based in flamenco. And there, there is one that is so stupid, the lyrics. Pero mira como beben los peces en el río. That it's, <laughs> hey, look the, how the, the fishes are drinking in, in the river. It's like, okay, they are fish. <laughs> they don't drink. <laughs> And they're drinking in the river because they saw baby Jesus being born. So what? Yeah, they, it doesn't make any sense, no. but that's part of the <laughs> the charm, I guess. Okay, well, um, maybe I'll 
play us out on that note. I'll try not to put that in your <laughs> podcast. No, maybe I'll play us out to the nice, soothing sounds of George Michael last Christmas. That would be a perfect way to, to end the podcast. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much, Abel, for coming. Thanks to you for inviting me. And um, I look forward to more amazing recommendations from you. Mm -hmm. uh, probably I'll have to create a podcast of my own or something yeah, I don't exactly. know. <laughs> or just uh, look for my discover weekly or... there we go yeah. the bell discover I'll link to it in the, in the link <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay thanks guys um, Merry Christmas Merry and Christmas. we'll see you soon see you in the new year bye